Welcome, everybody. We are on episode 16 of the Xbox Addict Podcast. Uh, it's Ken Lafrenia here, Alex1138. It's been a while since I've been with these uh, usual bunch of funny men. Funny men? Funny men? <laughs> Same difference. Uh, so let's go around and introduce ourselves. Brett Roberts, Symmetric on the forums. Adam. Adam, Variation on the forums. And Stephen. Camshaft on the Absolutely. Welcome, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, having me back. Uh, I've been trying to give myself a bit of a break. I'll tell well, Stephen paid us to let you back, so... Well, yeah, and I do appreciate that. It's <laughs> disappointing that I had to pay him so much to give back. But anyway... <laughs> Where, where do I see any of this money flying by? I didn't see none of it, man. Like, uh, you gave them their 10%. must be Monopoly money or something. <laughs> the colored That's cash. usually the way of it. Well, I mean, we're going into a holiday season, and I had to make sure that my voice was heard. It couldn't all be uh, just a connect versus non-connect fight. So <laughs> I, I figured I'd give my 10 cents. How do you owe you a fight? <laughs> <laughs> that being said... You know, last night, uh, Saturday, December 10th, ninth episode of the Spike TV Video Games Award Show. Was it disappointing? Yeah. Was it uh, surprising? No. On that note, I think we should have a little bit of discussion on this. Adam, go first. I want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was a VGA awards show, so I mean, it was a joke, just like it was the year before, the year before, and the year before. I mean, well, the the, tra- the the trailers and the exclusives are great, but the the hour and a half of filler with celebrities that don't know what they're talking about is a joke, like always. Is that the part you don't day. like? I, I got to ask Adam here. Hold on, I don't want to intervene, but not that I think it's the world's greatest TV show or anything. But our industry, that's the only thing on TV, but we don't have the Oscars and all that. What, what, what specifically you don't like, Adam? That's what I want to hear. It's, I don't know who they're catering the show towards, because it's not towards gamers, um, aside from, you know, showing the exclusive stuff, because you, you think anyone cares that LL Cool J comes out on stage and asks where the gamer's at? Is someone on the Oscars going to shout out where the film critics at and stuff like that? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, and and all these celebrities that are there just to speak their line. Like, really, Charlie Sheen needs to be on stage and then people getting teabagged? That's great for gamers' images. I don't know how the hell that guy ended up on there. I really don't. He's probably a gamer. He probably picks up the controller once a month, like me, but, you know. You know, realistically, I get the sense that they're, they're catering just to the, the game developers, the studios, because these are, they're far from A-list celebrities, but they're people that, you know, if I was a game developer and, and I've probably met a lot yeah, of Yeah, but to gamers, those are the A-list celebrities. Right. No, absolutely. That's why, you know what, you bring them on stage, you give yeah. them some kind of award. But for the developers... You know, they probably talk to a number of celebrities. So give them these B-list, C-list, uh, the, the center of attention type of celebrities. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do Brooklyn that, Decker, celebrities that are actually either involved or actually play. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They've probably talked or, or met with a lot of those celebrities, the developers themselves. You, you know what it seems to me like, this whole VGA thing? It's like the celebrities are going to the geek party because the gamer geek party... It's where it, it's at this day and age, and it's the cool place to be. 
So yeah, absolutely. That's what well, I the, think. The scripting and the content, I mean, it just, <laughs> it, it never is good. It, I mean, you, you just sit there and you think to yourself, like, how? Who said, who signed off on this? Like, who looked at this and said, oh yeah, this is good. This is what we'll put on live TV. Yes. And he, you know, approves it. I mean, this, it almost feels it's like bad humor that is trying too hard to be good. You know what and, I think happened too a little bit? I don't want to cut anybody off here. Because it's on the tip of my tongue here is that what I did notice is that they're still struggling on making this live show good. Look at Saturday Night Live. They've been live forever. They've got it down to a science. They still screw up like everybody else, but they recover real quick. I think what they did is they hired a person that was, you know, maybe spearheading the Grammys or the Oscars. Hey, you want to come and direct our game thing, you know? And then basically the guy, clueless about games comes in and you know what i mean flaps his lips about whatever and this is what you guys need charlie sheen man you know exactly <laughs> yeah now That's did anybody else did anybody else get the sense that zachary levi levy was just uh channeling his chuck character i mean really strong yeah i i get that feeling <laughs> it yeah it progressively got worse as the show went on <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that stupid health bar thing, whatever that. Uh, yeah, that we're is. just taking the med pegs. Like, do I rub it on? Yeah. Like, like. I, I will say that aspect was funny, but that's a long way to get to one. But, but it's joke. trying to be funny. That's the problem. Right. Right. Yeah. It tries too hard. And I mean, See, aside from those, you know, the Mass Effect trailer and the, all the exclusive stuff, I don't care about the rest of that crap and seeing. Felicia Day pick up cupcakes in her mouth. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm sure some guys do, but uh, I, bro, right. I mean, they like to have her pick up that. other things with her. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you mean like whoa, there. Oh, this is a family show? Sorry, whoa there. <laughs> Rated no. R all of a sudden there. But no, but there's there's an easy fix. There's an easy fix to this whole thing to make the the VGA Awards a wonderful thing and to make it a standout show, and that is. You increase the significance of all the reveals. You do more of them. You do bigger reveals. You focus, you spend more time on that and then pass out multiple awards. I would rather see them hand out a lot of these other awards than to just do some stupid skit and then say, oh yeah, well we gave Forza 4 the best racing game. Like, okay, well, right. Could we see that? You yeah, know, the same I, thing went with the the voiceover award was done during like a break. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. let's let's just focus more on the reveals, make them bigger, have more of them, and then in between reveals, hand out all of these awards. You know, and then s just scrap the comedy crap because it's not it doesn't fit. You, it's you know, a, it's failed for years. I'm, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna run something by you guys. I remember as a kid watching let's say the oscars or whatever and that that show would last as long as it needed to last almost like three hours whatever i find that these vgas for two hours it's rushed like it's like you know and it's like you don't even know what won what and the text scrolls by best well, yeah, if you take too long, you're going to get teabagged on stage remember well that's what i mean and i'm like no but like i'll give you an example they, what they'll do is in passing they'll say best graphics call of duty or whatever it was there that one and it's like uh okay and it was like a five second read of a sentence and it was on to the next thing of teabagging or whatever and it's like 
Okay, you know, and I would have liked to have seen more of the developers go on stage and, you know, accept the award, those hardworking folks, you know, and and instead of having the teabag thing be more of the focus and emphasis and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just find yeah. the shows rushed like two hours with the commercials and everything. They skim by so quick and you're like, you know, all the augmented reality stuff that I think is pretty unnecessary. They feel that they have to be cool and hip to the gamers with this augmented reality stuff where we're like, we know it's an award show for Christ's sake. You know I mean? Now, realistically, though, I mean, is it any surprise at all that a video, a, a show based on video games giving out awards is not only socially awkward, but just a little bit messed up? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's our entire be-all and end-all. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's hard to say. I mean, it does. I, I must agree there. <laughs> It's just that you're like, well, there's got to be a better way to formulate this thing. There has to be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. A way to present it where it appeals to the hardcore folks like Adam, where it has to be a certain way. And for people like me that, you know, just pop out the awards on the screen, I want to know who the hell won, and that's the end of it, you know. Now, that being said, all of this is fine. What about, what are you guys' thoughts on some of the awards that were given? Well, Game of the Year, I mean, you couldn't go wrong if you pick Skyrim, Batman, Portal, you know, Anyone. the list goes on. I mean, it, you can't fault them for whatever they picked out of those, right? Right. Um, mm. Yeah. I, I just don't think Portal 2... Uh, Portal 2 is awesome, don't get me wrong. I don't know if I'd put it beside Elder Scrolls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, hey, look at Elder Scrolls and Portal 2. To me, those two games are not even on the same level. You know, they're good. They're both decent but it's like you know batman i thought i thought that batman and skyrim had more of the same weight if you will or the same uh that's just my opinion of course but what do you guys think about the whole uh hall of fame induction stuff that they started i was liking that the legend of zelda being their first inductee i thought that was uh, a good thing to do i would have liked to know how they came up with that or who judges that though Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. Here's some money. What's the criteria to become a Hall of yeah. Fame game? Exactly. Especially for the inductee. Well, same, same thing goes for nominations. Same thing goes for awards. Right. Now, did did anybody catch that subtle reference when, uh, you know, they had the Joker up there accepting the award? And that. Oh, the yes. Alert? Arkham. Yeah. Arkham World, the yeah. paper you dropped? Is that the, what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. at the same time that I went, hey, that's kind of funny, I also went, holy crap. No, what's next? The way they're Arkham gonna... Universe? What the hell? Like, really? <laughs> and isn't that what happens with video games eventually? It that's takes a progress far. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what? I saw that and I went, world, okay, sure, after city there's the world, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not the state. They would go state and then country. And, you know, I thought it would be city, then maybe municipality. then. <laughs> <laughs> Area code or whatever. All right. So, guys, any other thoughts on uh, the VGA awards? Well, I'm I'm glad that Batman won the awards it did for best Xbox 360 and and all that, uh, the action game. Uh, I'm glad to see that Forza won the uh, best driving game. I got an observation. This is... Sorry, Ken. Uh, Best handheld Super Mario 3D. Best Wii game, 
The Legend of Zelda uh, Skyward Sword to Nintendo games in the you know Wii and handheld that I'm sitting there going nothing else on the Wii beat out Zelda ever like well to be fair Zelda was the only thing that came out for Wii this year so well the Kirby came <laughs> out and all that I mean it's still a Nintendo title but you know I yeah, guess but Kirby, Kirby's of, never going to take a game of the year or a system game of the year or whatever oh probably not I guess what I'm getting at is why does the Wii win always first party title is what I'm getting at you never see like because that shovelware what, crap that's on what there. What other Wii games do you buy? Oh, there is none. No, I'm just exactly. saying in general is that are the games that bad over there? Is what I'm saying to not, you know, go, only go Nintendo. Look at your Wii collection compared to your 360 or your PS3 right. games. <laughs> at at yeah, the end that, of the day, just cobwebs on it. You know, that, uh, that's at what the it end is. of the day, it's not our our fit. I mean, the Wii is really it's it's a kids console and and it always will be and. But to keep the adults attached to it, they come out with the occasional Zelda title. I guess the point I'm trying to make is Nintendo's consoles have been notorious for supporting their own consoles the most kind of thing. In other words, like if you look at the 360 or PS3, there's a lot of strong third party. On the Wii, or even the GameCube for that matter, there wasn't much third party. There was some, but there wasn't a lot that... like. Batman, where third party came out of nowhere and became the best 360 title or the best Wii title was third party. You know what I mean? Well, that's the toss-up that Nintendo takes. It says, okay, well, I can either have a first party stable of massive characters that are iconic. You have Samus, you have Link, you've got Mario, Donkey Kong. You know, we can keep developing this stable which will sell millions obviously or focus more on third party and let this stable go and so nintendo is trying to i just don't know if they make that effort you know yeah i don't see it i mean i see uh an attempt to try to focus on the hardcore crowd and that kind of fails in that attempt but i mean oh well it's the toss-up it's what nintendo chose Mm-hmm. I mean, as, and as of right now, they're the only king that can say, oh, we're in the Video Game Hall of Fame. So, yeah, they're going to be milking that like crazy. <laughs> but you know what I liked, I, I, I enjoyed seeing last night was uh, 2K getting best team sports game and not an EA title. Like it's been for years. Yeah, what does that say about EA Sports now? Uh, right. Well, they uh, hey. dropped the ball quite a bit. <laughs> hey, don't get me wrong. I'm happy for 2K just because of that, because they've dominated before. Now you can see it's a slippery slope, I guess, for you know, uh, right. for those guys. But uh, I think for the VGAs, you know, uh, my two cents, it needs to like like you guys said, less jokes, more beef, where they're actually going through and you know and. Uh, Really yeah, showcasing well, the developers and the titles more. Well, than just, they just—they need to get a couple of the actual gamers there just to either shoot ideas or brainstorm or something because yeah. they're not. I don't know who they're making that show for. Oh, by the way, guys, uh, one of our own was at the VGA. What? Space Ghost was at the VGAs. I talked to him earlier today, and I went, "Look, I'm driving uh, down there and strangling you." Wow. And uh, he was sitting in the first couple rows at the front. <laughs> and how, I was do you, like, how do you snag that? He got tickets through uh, this website, uh, they, their seat fillers, I guess. 
right? Uh, I'll try to get the website. I forget what it is, but he was over there. And uh, he was about two rows from the front. He was sitting in front of Hulk Hogan, apparently. (laughs) So props to Space Ghost for attending. That's awesome. So uh, I think attending would be more fun probably than actually watching it on TV. Unless you get stuck in that pit in the back. Apparently, yeah, he wasn't stuck there. And this is what I heard is that Mark Hamill... Was stuck in the bleachers at the back, and Space Ghost was sitting two rows in the front. Wow! <laughs> uh, so that was pretty great. Cr- yeah. So uh, he was All telling right, me guys. that earlier today. So, well, hey, what did you guys think, real quick, about the uh, Bioware announcement, the new game that they're coming out with? I would have liked to have seen more about it because, quite frankly, what I saw there seemed, uh, I don't know, a little bit uh, dumbed down. I guess is the best way to put it. What was it again? Again, Command and Conquer. Oh, that's right. It's, it's right. the new Command and Conquer game. Yeah, CNC right. lovers will rejoice. But but again, I mean, it it. I would have liked to have just seen something that would. Uh, let's face it. Again, this is a title and a, and a well. To be fair, I mean, it's not even coming out next year. So right. Well, it can't or it's be just an announcement. It can't be any right. worse than if you guys are saying dumbed down the uh, Epic title. Oh. Fortnite. Oh wow! Yeah, that looks. Uh, I mean, you know, there's a <laughs> a gamble if I've ever seen one. You know, uh, yeah. from Epic. I mean, you know, like maybe let's instead of talking about the show, let's talk about the reveals that were like. What did you guys think of the Spider-Man game? Eh, eh is yeah. what I thought too. I was like, eh, whatever. My biggest thing is, and I mean, surely it's arguable. But Spider-Man 2 was one of the best. Spider-Man's being able to, you know, really explore the city, just kind of cruising all over the place was fantastic. Um, I have to agree that, again. Yeah. Since that, we haven't experienced it. If they're able to somehow include this, rather than just, you know, onto one action scene, action scene, action scene, almost a, a GTA in the Spider-Man wilderness, or <laughs> wilderness. I think it'll be good. I mean, it's not going to get any worse than the the last game that came right. out was. So, right. But yeah, Adam, Adam didn't like the last one too much. No, and <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm with him. It, I was disappointed. Oh, I, Spider-Man yeah. indoors where you can't web swing. Yay! Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that bad, eh? Wow. Well, let's just say there was um, some other reveals and stuff. Like yeah, that. Darksiders uh, too. Darksiders 2 was a I enjoyed the first game a lot. I really God, enjoyed the first game. Yeah. I, I remember... We, oh, I was just going to say, I remember when we were at E3 and we were there at the booth and we were like, so, Darksiders 2. We're like, no, how about Saints Row? Like, <laughs> right. So, and, about Darksiders 2. Like, here, Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to see Saints Row. We want to see Darksiders. But, I think I still have thing. that picture of you on the, on the horse, Stephen, at PAX. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, mule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, for, uh, those who actually did pick up the game and played it, they enjoyed it. But I mean, that I was a good game. It has... Typical. It, it reminded me of Maximo on the PS2, kind of like a 3D platformer. It really would, did well, and I think if they stick to those basics, it'll be fine. You know. Mm-hmm. I really yeah. enjoy Darksiders. It's one of their better games, and they released that sucker like. In January, mm-hmm. and they had an event for us. And I remember I was supposed to go, and we there was a big storm. It was two years ago. Oh, so mad. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just say that uh, 
you know, any other reveals? What else was there? There was some other stuff. Um, Deal, wasn't there? Diablo 3. Yeah. Diablo Bioshock Infinite. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not a brand new, but... That new Transformers yeah. game looks really good. Yeah, yeah I'm my, that, I'm my, my pants shrunk a bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Too much information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, was so... There, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what I'm trying to figure out now, I mean, it definitely is very early on in the season, but we're all talking about, you know, what it needs, what it can add. What would you guys like to see specifically next year? Let's just go around the table. Your one, you know, if you could have one wish and one wish fulfilled, what would it be, Brent? I want the gun from the BioWare <laughs> store for Mass Effect 3. I'm currently taking donations to the donate to get Symmetric the gun from BioWare store fund. Um, if you want, contact me on the forums. But yeah, that's my one wish. Okay, I want that's, that. That's good. I don't know if what that's the wish he was what, specifying. What but would hey. you like to see on the VGA Awards next year? Oh, on the VGA Awards next year? <laughs> oh, but still, pass that. around the link for those donations. Yes, exactly. Here's the basket. Um, yeah, I would like to see cut out all the comedic crap and i just want to see reveals i want to see new stuff like we just got done with a tidal wave of great titles and i want to see what to expect for the new year like this should be almost like a like getting people hyped up to want to spend money in the next year and it's like if you only show like three or four games people walk away and they're like eh, yay great whoopee you know yeah. but if you show like 10 games people start thinking Oh my god, like I've got to now start to budget. I've got to figure out what games I want to rent, what games I want to buy, like pick up used. Like it's, it becomes so much more of a hype and it could be so much bigger and better, but it's such a failure. Just like Connect. More on that later. <laughs> um, I want to see, like this year, they only got two trailers right, I believe. Like the, the Mass Effect and the Alan Wake, they actually yeah. showed gameplay. That's right. Yeah. And teasers are great and stuff like that. But, I mean, when you're showcasing it and it's just a cutscene, who cares, really? Right. The, the opening cinematic to Diablo 3, I mean, is that really how the game's going to play? Absolutely not. No. I not. But, I mean, right. I, I think people uh, delude themselves thinking that that's, you know, what it's going to look like. I'd rather see actual gameplay like they showed the that's Mass right. Effect and the Alan Wake and stuff like that this year, so... Right, right. Um, as much as I love that Transformers trailer, I want to see what the game actually looks like. Yep. So I hope that we can see more of that stuff later, or stuff at least made with the engine. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Steven, what would you like to see? I, I actually want to see, like you guys, like Brand especially, it's less jokes. Because I thought that Felicia Day thing was a time waster that could have been, like, I look at the two-hour space as like, okay, they spent, like, game with best graphics. This is the winner. Boom. And the text went away, and they showed, like, a three-second clip of the game, and that was it. Gone. And meanwhile, they're showing Felicia Day eating cupcakes with her mouth. Right. And I'm like, no. you guys could have, get, even if it's Uncharted 2 and on a PS3, that thing still needs a bit of loving over there, you know? And it didn't right. give it. It was stupid. It was like, okay, fine. You know, the health bar thing, of course. Okay, fine. Funny a little bit. A little overdone. I had more fun watching Hulk Hogan jump on. I, I saw him on there, and I'm like, yeah, they got... That guy belongs on that show. 
<laughs> to me. To me, because he's been part of video games, in video games. He's an icon. And I think pe- bringing people like Hulk Hogan on there instead of Charlie Sheen, which is a douchebag. You know, bringing people that are famous but have been in video games. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Bringing uh, more people like that where they're recognizable. Like, uh, uh, what was that guy that took the award for Nintendo for Zelda? He's very famous. What the hell's that guy? Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Yeah, he should. That guy belongs there. You know, even Hulk Hogan on the other side of the spectrum belongs there. So I want to see more people like that. More people that mean something to us gamers. That yeah. we, we go there and go, hey, I don't play wrestling games, but hey, we Hulk Hogan's pretty cool. Felicia Day, forget it. Well, that's a, that's a great segue into my VGA wish, and, and it's very simply, um, well, I guess first and foremost is to break down how these games are chosen, and secondly, give the power back to the gamers. I mean, we're we're globally, we are an interactive community. There's no reason why we can't have some say in what's being chosen. As well, where's mm-hmm. a critics where's a critics choice award? I mean, we're the guys getting wined and dined all year. We yep. could certainly give some feedback. Absolutely. And I think I think that again would just kind of cut out a lot of the nonsense that they seem to have to fill it with and get it back to uh, what it should be. Yeah, well, Brent, you should Brent, you forgot to ask for more Connect titles. Yeah, that's right, Brent. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we did. I'm sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. I did a special note to Santa for you this year. And you, you know what? I, I want to talk about Connect for like five minutes here, real quick. Why? Uh, not five. No, 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 no. I just want to make an observation, <laughs> and Adam will totally agree with me on this one, and it'll make Brent happy. This year, there's been more crap on Connect than I've ever seen so far. No, no, like crap where I'd get a call from Adam going, "Do I have to review this? Do I have to review this? This game's broken. It didn't even load." <laughs> You saw you saw the review for self defense, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're not going to say the score yet. Yeah. We'll invite readers to go read that that monstrosity of a not the yeah. review. The review was well written, but yeah. the game as see we 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 love our our general public here because Adam had to suffer through that review. You know? No, 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 no. I passed that off to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Matt. Well, you know, I'm disappointed that the connect platform is becoming a shovelware avenue like the Wii. It really is. I, I went to Walmart today and I looked at that and I went, man, there's like five good games. The, the problem that they're the rest is like Price is Right and Family Feud. I mean, come on, seriously? Like <laughs> the problem the problem they're getting into now is that the first party stuff is great. Oh, of course. And I would, you know, they get you know seven, eights, nines out of tens. It sounds like the Wii. Remember, everything else like is starting to just really turn into that shovelware Wii kind of. Oh yeah. You know. Well, look at it. That look at the Wii. First party is awesome third party is like oh my god what the hell are they popping out here and that's what i there's an observation that i've seen you know both of those feed back to the lowest common denominator what's the easiest way to to throw a game together and and put it out there you know have kid have it appeal to kids very briefly so your parents go out they get it it comes home they get their 30 40 bucks in some (laughs) cases 50 bucks and it sits on a shelf for a year yeah. But the developer gets their money out of it. I mean, that's why those third-party games are coming out the way they are. Oh, terrible. It's just an observation, and I've noticed it more this year. And it's like, they, I don't know if they just got to stop, or like you said, Ken, they just got to make their money and go kind of thing. But 
it's I will sad. say, I, I bought the Kinect when it first came out, and, and I, I kind of enjoyed it. My kids really enjoyed it. It kind of fell off the mark in the last little while, but just the other day, I'm sitting around, kids all of a sudden get excited. Hey, let's play Kinect. And they've been at it almost nonstop now for a week. Well, now the, the, the new dashboard is helping with that too, right? It's keeping it more relevant. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of gets it back in the in the forefront. That's right. The new crap board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah. So, anyways, let's uh let's talk let's about move our wish Christmas. Yeah, that's right. All right, folks. Uh, Christmas is coming. Everybody is counting on us to make their decisions for us, and rightly so. Um, connect, Brent. Um, so <laughs> let's uh, let's go around. Talk a little bit about what we would certainly encourage every Xbox gamer to pick up. Uh, again, let's start with you, Brent. Well, for starters, abandon all hope for Connect. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, if you've got other platforms, go ahead too. Like you know, keep it sort of wide open gaming. Yeah, that's right, that's right. That might be good, but keep it Xbox centric if you could. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, I definitely would pick up uh, must-haves are Skyrim, Battlefield, Gears, Forza, Star Wars The Old Republic, uh, Assassin's Creed, Batman. Uh, yeah, that would a be of, my most A couple of credit card applications. Uh, exactly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that's a pretty healthy list there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, forgot, last thing on the list, donations for the gun. <laughs> of course, of course. It's a play gun, by the way. All right, we're, we're going to go around quick, and then we're going to have a little discussion about this. Adam, what's on your wish list? What well, or on my list recommendation? Not, get. not wish list, but <laughs> what people should get. Um, oh, Jesus, off the top of my head. Uh, Assassins, Skyrim, Batman, Dead Island, Gears, Saints Row, L.A. Noir, Dark Souls, uh, Portal 2, uh what am I missing? Forza. Um, we were trying to keep it the five. Man. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Right, perfect. Well, that's and that's all. Like just this half of the year, I, there, there's been so much, and it's been all so good. That's the problem. There's that's a lot of good stuff. We're, we're going to get to that, Stephen. What would you like to uh, suggest for people? Uh, Batman for sure, and I'm going to give it the since uh, only Ken and I have children. Skylanders for sure, for sure, for sure. You got kids between the ages of four and ten. Get this game; it's awesome. It's or you're next... thirty like me. Like oh toys. yeah, <laughs> if, if you like the toy <laughs> stuff, sure. And apparently, that's it appears to it appeals to adults and everything. So, uh, but if you got kids and you want to spend time with them with a good rated PG slash everyone game, meaning it's it's pretty, uh, it's not Gears of War basically. So, um, that that one it. for sure for for kids. Um, uh, on the the 3DS, I got a 3DS for my birthday, and I'm enjoying uh, Super Mario 3D Land. That's actually pretty cool. And on the Wii, uh, Kirby, the new Kirby game is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. But as far as the Xbox, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 for sure, if you're a Call of Duty fan. Skyrim I haven't picked up, but from what I've seen and played a little bit in the sense of... Uh, uh, at E3 and shown and all that stuff, it looks awesome and it's been scoring like crazy, right? So, uh, I'm sure it's a safe bet for sure. Uh, good co-op game portal too. So good. Yep. Well, my my calls are pretty simple. I'm going to agree with everybody else. Assassin's Creed uh, 
fantastic title. Uh, Batman Arkham City, again, that's everybody's saying it. If you haven't bought it yet, pick it up. Again, Cam, you got kids. Skylanders, it's a great little escape game. On the other side of that, if you don't have kids or you just don't ever want to make your kids happy, get pick up Saints Row 3. Um, <laughs> this that's title, so wrong, eh? I'll, I'll tell you, the title is amazing. I'm I'm well over 30 hours into the game now. Um, I, I've done the campaign, of course, but just there's so much to do in that <laughs> little town of Steelport. Um, it really is a guilty pleasure. Um, there's so many things you can do in that game that we just can't talk about here. Um, it's a family show. It, it is. It's a good time. Go out, pick it up. I, I hope our listeners realize that for our must-haves for the holiday this year, for Christmas time, no one mentioned Connect or Connection. <laughs> That's okay. Just Shut up, Brandon. Yeah, we, we don't have to suggest Connect. Connect is taking over the world. You're going to see it on next year's refrigerators, so we don't have to worry about it. Whoa, it's going to be everywhere. Look. Now, I, I'd like to give everybody the chance just to throw in back and forth. You know, it has been a year, big year for games. We've had a lot of big hits. If we go back through the course of the year, I'm sure that every month we could think of it one to two games that people should be picking up. What do you think is driving that? And here it is, and this is coming from the Star Wars fandom. Do you think Star Wars The Old Republic is going to affect the early uh, game adoption for the new year? Let's hear from you, uh, Brent. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I think what's, what's driving this whole sea of great games, one after another after another, is that... Developers are finally hitting their stride, and for titles that fail, it's obviously a shot in the dark, and if it makes it great, there's a great sleeper hit surprise. If not, it you know it falls by the wayside. I mean, one of the games that stands out as one of my like surprise favorites was El Shaddai, and I think that that game is excels and beats any expectations that I had for it in the beginning. And when games like that hit, it now creates pressure to bring out another game just as good, if not better, because you're always trying to set the bar higher. And now I think the developers are finally hitting their stride and saying, okay, we did this great game. Now what can we learn from this and how can we make it better? And I mean, that's what they did with Batman Arkham City. I mean, uh, arguably, Batman Arkham Asylum was, you know, the game of the year for a lot of people. It was fantastic. But then you've got the challenge of creating Arkham City. And it came came out, and everything was great to begin with. And then what was good was great, and what was okay was, you know, moved up to good. So right. it, they improved on every aspect of it. And so when developers hit that stride, and they keep doing that with release after release after release... It steadily becomes almost more like a staple for the company. It's like, okay, we know to expect this. We know to expect that. So that's why, I mean, with Skyrim, I mean, yeah, it's a phenomenal game. My game of the year. And got to throw in a little note here. I just thousanded it out yesterday. So Wow, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with Skyrim, you know that you're going to get amazing quality from Bethesda. That's a given. 
But at the same point in time, you also know that glitches and bugs are rampant throughout a title like that. So it, it's sort of like you take the good and the bad, and you, you sort of know, like, okay, well, this is what we've got and from Bethesda, so we know we're going to get a great game, but we're also going to get bugs. So, I mean, but this fuels it. I mean, this is what fuels the fire for us. This is why we do what we're doing now. You know, it's because of these great games. I mean, coming out next year, you've got Soul Calibur, Mass Effect, Bioshock, you know, all these great new titles, Ninja Gaiden 3, like phenomenal games that are already coming out. And this is before summer. Right. Like, it's not over yet, people. Like, (laughs) we're we're just getting like a month off here and then it's going to kick right back in. And then with what you were asking about with Star Wars, it just, it's... If it's done right and the story is done right, then it's going to cause a major dent in Warcraft. And I, I, if it's done, hor- if the story is not up to the characters, like or to what we expect, it's going to fail. It's going to flop because no one's going to want to play through a Star Wars game with a crap storyline. And Bioware has already produced some of the best, arguably the best, uh, Star Wars games. With, you know, so they've got a lot riding on their shoulders. So I think the thing that makes it or breaks it's going to be the story. But if it, if it hits, then wow, I could see the king being dethroned. And all of a sudden, like Bioware just comes rampaging out of nowhere with just fleets of money. Adam, what are your thoughts? Well, I've been playing the, the Star Wars beta for a couple weeks and absolutely love it. It's, it's very well done. The story is amazing for every character. Um, I mean, it's a different market, but it's done really well. I mean, looking at pre-order numbers, they've they've already taken a big chunk away. So, um, I'm I'm hoping it does well. Uh, I really liked what I played from the past betas, and I'm actually getting the big collector's edition with the statue and all the crap that I don't care about. But all um, three of you ever get that collector's edition <laughs> yeah, of that damn absolutely. game, except for me? No. Ah, yes. I actually have an extra copy if someone would oh like that. Oh my god. <laughs> You'll have an extra collector's edition? Seriously? Yeah, I actually have a total of three collector's editions. Oh and two, are, two are accounted for. If, yeah, so. if I'm not on your Christmas list, Brent, can I be? <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam, what, what are your thoughts? Why why are we seeing such an influx of you know really outstanding games? I think Brent just... He mentioned it. I mean, developers know what they're doing. Um... You know, with the sequels, they're just getting better and better. Like, look at Assassins. I mean, from someone that's not a big fan, we'll think it just looks the same. But, I mean, they've added so much into it. Um, and then you've got games, you know, like Dead Island that come out of nowhere and, and do fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think it's just one of those years. Some years are stacked, and then other years, it's a little bit more spaced out. It just happened to be that these past like three four months was just ridiculous of all like amazing games that are all must have you can't really there's not very many you can skip out on this year yeah that's right good call steven i have a different approach uh i have a feeling that the next console is going to be out or it's going to be announced at e3 so you're getting a, an end of console development cycle. I saw it in the original Xbox where towards the end the games were getting that much better, you know. And I think I'm seeing this now with the 360 where uh, it's getting close to the end of 
the line for the 360. It's still good, great console and everything. It's just that you're going to see where they're peeking out on the games where they're pushing that console to to put out as best as it can right now, you know. So you're seeing them pushing those limits, and I think Arkham City's doing it, Call of Duty's doing it, Battlefield's doing it, Skyrim obviously is doing it, and they're pushing that sucker to the end, and I think we're seeing that end-of-the-line development cycle, and I think that's what's going to happen. Now with Star Wars, uh, I've been playing the beta since September, lots of fun, they keep resetting my character so I never get past (laughs) level 20 or 18, but basically... That game is going to hurt World of Warcraft in such a bad way. I've played WoW for years, and I see the difference. And this is the next evolution in MMO. And that's actually going to affect my Xbox playing time because I've played the beta. I know it's going to be good. And, you know, I'm going to be just sucked into that game like nobody's business. So it'll affect my Xbox gaming time for sure. Uh, No matter what, you know, so... That's my prediction, well, is that end-of-cycle stuff, you know? Well, for, for me, what I think has happened with a, a lot of these games, it, we've seen an outstanding amount of consolidation among, uh, I say consolidation, among these different game studios. Essentially, people are getting bought up left, right, and center by these big, big names. But what that's allowing them to do, I, I mean, THQ is a wonderful example. Great, great vision that they have. And they've hit a few hits, but they've had some real, uh, real ditches to have to deal with. And, but the, the biggest issue is they have the money behind them now to deal with those setbacks. Well, so when that happens, they just kind of, all right, never mind, let's get the next one out. And it, there's going to be wins no matter how you do it. So well, with, with THQ, just in 2011, didn't they close over five studios? Oh, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, they and, lost. And yet, they lost a lot. Yet they came out with Saints Row Three, which again, uh, you pick that one up, you'll see what I mean. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, a lot and of then fun. they're going to bounce right. back next year. There's a ton of big stuff next year. I mean, they've got That's UFC, right. they've got Darksiders. Um, mm-hmm. So they've got the it? money in it, so that when they they try these experiments or or you know take a shot in the dark and it doesn't work, eh, they they work through it. And that's what I've seen with a lot of different studios. We don't you don't see as many independent studios, and when you do, it's generally uh, Xbox Live Arcade. So mm. that to see uh, these big consolidations, I think, is the change. As far mm. as Old Republic, it's my first MMO. I did see Star Wars Galaxies a bit, but it scared the crap out of me. Um, I've been playing the beta, and I'll tell you, I'm fired up. I will make a suggestion to everybody out there if you're going to even try the month uh, of uh, Old Republic, get a good video card. I can speak unequivocally. I had an okay video card. It uh, allowed me to play the game, pretty good visuals, everything else. Uh, With Steven's help, I went out and got a, a much better video card. The game is outstanding. The visuals are really top notch. So, yeah, I do. I think it's going to cut into a lot of my game time. It's certainly going to be, bring me back to gaming on the PC. And I I think the next consoles really have to start figuring out a way to integrate some of these games into the consoles. 
They have been with MMOs attempted to do them on a console like Fantasy Star and Final Fantasy. Right, but they never integrate well. Oh, no, no. It's a dog's breakfast <laughs> half the time, you know. Yeah. So it's it's terrible. So. All right. So uh, from me, Alex1138, Merry Christmas, everybody. Enjoy your year. And by all means, get those credit cards going. <laughs> <laughs> From Symmetric on the forums at XBA, just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, wanted to wish a Merry Christmas to Gail and my family. Uh, love you all and have a wonderful New Year. From Variation, I'm going to go drink some more spiced eggnog and buy me presents. <laughs> Doesn't say anything about his wife. What an ignorant and The wife can buy me presents <laughs> He's too. sleeping That's on the couch tonight, man. Holy mackerel. <laughs> Anyways, Steven here. Uh, camshaft in the forums and I want to thank everybody for being part of the Xbox Addict family uh, I want to wish everybody on staff and in the forums a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year the staff has been extraordinary this year and getting reviews done, very proud of them all and we'll see you guys next year Excellent. now if you're listening to this podcast don't hesitate, you want to become involved, you want to help guide all of the gaming for the next 20 years. That's what XBA is all part of. By all Been here for contact- 10, so why not another 20? <laughs> yep, yeah, that's right. Hit the forums, contact uh, Symmetric, Camshaft, Variation, or Alex1138, and we'll do our best to get you involved. And we'll replace Brent if you like Connect. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need Brent. <laughs> <laughs> we we love the he he's kind of like the tipping of the hate scale you know of connection exactly and Adam's on the other end where he loves it so much he'll See, sleep with it in bed you know he can exactly. say that all he wants but there's a video of him using it and dancing and That's stuff right. so yeah I got it actually that video <laughs> no no such thing exists <laughs> Stephen can I have that video for Christmas <laughs> hey I'm, there it is I, pro- I promise I'll keep it to myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever you do. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Good night. Good job. Merry Christmas, guys. Donate. (laughs) Donate.